It's not preaching. We're talking about God's word, but we're having a conversation. Get them saved. So the question I have is, why is it so bad to be a Christian? Jesus says, okay, Peter, who do you say that I am? You are the Messiah, you know, the son of the living God. Hey, what's up, everybody? Glad to be here again. Glad for another week uh, for our podcast, Life as a Weirdo. Josh, that's a kicking intro. You did fantastic work on those drums, man. Okay. I love listening to it every time. Uh, Josh, we got a great show today, man. Um, what, what are we going to be talking about today? Uh, you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, some Jesus. And... Oh, we okay, we will be talking about Jesus. Yeah. That's probably good. Yeah. Considering we're a Christian podcast centered around well, Christ know, and around God's Word. Developed mainly for contact with the youth of our society who we feel are underserved by modern churches okay. <laughs> you think so that's our mission statement okay by the way josh today is an interesting day um september 11th yes 1990 what, what in the world am i talking 2001 september 11 2001 was a significant date in our history uh that was the day that a a very well-coordinated, well-planned-out terrorist attack was carried out against our country and, and particularly played out in a few locations where planes were hijacked and a lot of people lost their lives. And then and then subsequently, a lot of other people um, willingly put their lives on the line to rescue so many lives in the aftermath of that. And, you know, Josh, I, I think it's important to talk about that because... Uh, probably a lot of our viewership and especially a lot of our students that are in our youth groups really weren't alive uh, at that time, especially enough to have any notable memory. I was in, let's see, I would have been nine. So I was probably in the third grade. I remember I was in a, a class called Link, a lively and innovative network of kids or something. Uh, and it was a program that was relatively small in my school that was already relatively small. And we were in link class that day, and our teacher was telling us what was going on. And, uh, you know, we honestly never did anything in that class. Like, ever, like we would get out of regular class just to go there to, to supposedly have, like, a higher deal because uh, that's what that was about. I don't know. It was They called it the gifted program or something. I was only smart in elementary school. And well, said, how'd you get in that program? I passed the test somehow. So well, God, God, when he does do miracles. That's true. He does. But the funny thing was I was in this uh, program. I was in the class. We never did anything in the class, but I think even my teacher, Miss Gloria, who never really did anything, but just hang out with us. I think even she saw that this was an opportunity to, kind of seize upon and talk and, and, you know, explain to us kind of what was going on. And I remember us just, I, I really had no idea uh, what was going on, but later would come to see that it was something of pretty great significance. Uh, yeah, where where were terrible, you? Terrible day. I was at school, and they actually turned on TV. It was like, this is not good. Right. And then, uh, of course, when I got home, turned the TV on, that's all it was. And mm-hmm. I I don't know what was going on, but for some reason I was sad. Like, I guess because everybody around me was sad. Right. So, um, and I do remember Bush was like, God, we will retaliate. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, 
there was such a, at that moment in time, I mean, we can, right now we're in an election year, so we feel every bit of the, the polarization of, of our political system here in America, which, by the way, is good. Uh, we, we can discuss that any other time. Never. Or never. never. Um, but here's the thing. It, it tends to get so sides against sides here. And in that one moment, we saw a country come together, really come together. And, uh, and as we should, we saw people who were, were willing to sacrifice themselves in big ways. And just, just honestly, a really, a really sad time in our country for what had happened. But then again, a, we saw hope, yeah. you know, which is, which is what's so necessary. That's, that's what Christians have. We live our lives with hope and, mm-hmm. and an understanding that according to God's word, this, this, this is not the final you know, place. This is not the final word. Whatever happens in your life is not the final say. We have a higher hope in Christ who also willingly gave himself up for his friends, us, you know, as his word says. So look, that's not what we're talking about today though. Um, No, but it's all, I mean, it is September 11th, so it's it's awesome to uh, reflect back on that. I think so too. I really do. God bless America. I was 11. You were 11? I, I would have what, been. What year was it? Oh, one. Yeah. So I would have been nine. Well, technically I was 10. I turned 11 to the 18th. But You do have a birthday coming up. We'll have to remember that. Y'all y'all write in and tell Josh happy birthday. He's getting on up there. Um, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to be nearing the the threes. Yeah, I'll be 30. You know, I had a good life. You know, it was good. Man, uh, y'all be, be here for and pray for him. There could be a midlife crisis coming along oh. real soon <laughs> i feel it That's we'll know if he buys a motorcycle and and starts taking up skydiving i had that for his 25 okay well now he's just bragging all right let's let's move along all right so here we go wait you Teddy. had your midlife crisis for your 25 no i had a motorcycle oh okay yeah i, I got confused is that cool with you yeah topic of the day topic of the day well here it is i really don't know what the topic or we should, that just gave me. We should make some music for that. Oh, you think so? Like, let's go to the topic of the day, and then like, there's like a, like a little transition, and then all of a sudden there's like some music. Right, this and is what I'm, goes, I'm gonna say. Topic, topic of the day, like that. Well, I'm, I'm gonna do topic. I'm gonna say, what's the topic of the day? Uh huh. And with your mouth, I want to hear some music. Ready? Three, two, one. So the topic of the day is. Topic of the day. Ding ding. <laughs> oh, I like the ending. <laughs> that is why you're my best friend. That oh, is what shoot, I'm talking that's about. Funny. So, anyways, I really don't know what a uh, what title it would be, but I, from just living in this world, really, not even now, just forever. Uh, I think we have an issue with being pushed around uh, spiritually. I guess you could say, like, it's so easy for us to stray. You know, I I, I guess I could say I feel like we're not planted. In our faith, like we should be, Does that makes sense. That was great. Yeah, I think. Actually, could you be? Could you be clearer? Okay, really. What? So I'll listen up, but I want to read the scripture, and I want you to uh, tell me what you think or what you believe it says. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. It says, uh, "He is like a plant, a tree planted by the water, that sends out its roots roots by the stream, and does not fear when heat comes." For its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the years of drought. 
for it does not cease to bear fruit. Psalms or Isaiah? That's Jeremiah. Jeremiah oh, that's what I said. You obviously there was a technical glitch and but Psalms one says it too. Right. Basically. Yeah. Uh, what do I think about it? You know, I mean, what does it say to you? What? Yeah. Uh, there was, from what I understand, the English language was involved in there, and there there was some language about being planted next to water as is important for yep. life. That's what. And. Uh, <laughs> what? This is Mr. Theologian over there. What? I did, I, okay, to be honest, I wasn't listening that close, actually. Uh, so, do you want me to reread it? No, I was still thinking about the music for the topic of the day. <laughs> was, that was what was going on, but I'll, I'll side note that. And uh, you, Why don't you tell me what it means to you? Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of things. It starts with a tree planted by the water. Uh, we used to do this old song, you know, I shall not be moved. Honestly, I thought about that too, but yeah. I didn't want to bust in song twice because yeah. I'm just not that good. So. Well, you want to hit it in three, two, one, go. I shall not be, I shall not be moved. Listen, Lord, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we having a regular old tent revival in here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, you can tell we're from Pentecostal background. Yeah, for sure. Or denomination, whatever you want. Whatever you religious people want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so you denominationalists. Yeah. Gross. Disgust me. I love Baptists. Thank you. <laughs> I was about to say, man, active member. Uh, go ahead. I'll, be, I'll keep clicking this and this stuff. Right, so it, it begins with a. He is like a tree planted by the water, which you know reminds me of that song, and that's what I think we need to fall back on is planting ourselves in our own faith. Planning where we can't be moved. Okay. Yes, we might sway. Yes, we might bend, which I'll get to that here in a minute. But that's what that first part means to me. What, what do you think? You just saw what I was doing. I was playing <laughs> studio for the guy that we need to hire for this <laughs> Well, what this I was podcast. saying is, is it, that's what I mean by being planted by the water. Like, mm-hmm. you, you, you're... you're steadfast your your roots are grown in i mean you're you're, you're not going to be you're, you're not going to be uprooted right okay you know i this is really unfortunate i read a book which i i don't do just that often other than the the word i read a book called firmly planted by robbie gallaty mm-hmm. it's been about a year ago and I, I can't remember the first thing about it but it it went about the same concept. In fact, I talked all the way through that book with my youth group. It would take different uh, parts of the Bible, particularly the New Testament, and just talk about assurance of your salvation, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically what, what not only, you're not just talking about assurance of your salvation, you're also talking about being able to weather the storm. Uh, you know, because we have a different hope in Christians, we're planted mm-hmm. in something different. We're planted by the living water, yeah. you know, to take Jesus's words. And so I read that book, man, and I have, like, I, I'm honestly, that would help me so much right now if I could remember any of it. But other than the fact that it's a highly recommended book by me, I remember it. But one verse that really comes to mind, and you're talking about the, you know, the being planted by the water. That's, I mean, that's obviously, that's where nutrition um, comes from it makes me think of Psalm 23 right whenever um, David is, is writing and he's talking about uh, God he says he, he leads me by still waters 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and um, green pastures. And, you know, there's something just about about a, a beauty and uh, um, what the word I'm looking for is just direction that we have in the Lord who leads us by what we need and, and, and what have you. Take it away. I'm botching this whole thing. Yeah, you go for it. So, but yeah, that, that, what I like what you said, but it, we need to be rooted in something. Yeah. And if we're going to be rooting it, rooting in something, we should be rooted by the water, which is what the living water of Christ. If we want to grow, that's what it says. It says at the very end, it says, does not cease to bear fruit. If you get the true water, Christ, mm. you're not going to stop growing. Right. Truly grow mm. in Him. And Think of His words. I'm hijacking the mic again. This time mm. I'm not going to botch it, though. Jesus' words to the to the woman uh, at the well in uh, John mm. 4. Yep. He said to her, if you were wise, you would ask me for a drink, and I would give you the living water. And then mm. he goes on to say, that living water will reside in you, and it will well up. To eternal life, it'll it'll not just be a drink; it'll become a well, a never-ending uh, source. Right, a never-ending supply of living water. You know, the spiritual water. So I love speak. that story because it's got more than just that. It's yeah. got it's got the, even the the racial profile in there. It does. It combats racism. Yeah. It combats sexism. Yeah, um, all of it. Because right. he was not supposed to talk to her because of her race. She was a mm-hmm. Samaritan woman. Right. Uh, and she was a it woman. It combats legalism in that Dude, story. It is. We got we got to do that one day. That's yeah, a good, that's for real. A good one to go for on. For real. Uh, anyway, so anyways, we got that. To hijack the mic again. Yeah. It's making me think of a quote. Please do. I have no idea who said it, but I know we've heard it a million times. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And you're talking about this concept of being uprooted, mm-hmm. you know, being planted. Essentially, you know, you could stand and planted don't really fit together, but, but fall and uproot is essentially the same thing. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, just that that came to me. Take it back away. All right. So, and then the next, the, uh, this is still the same verse, but it, it, it keeps going on. It says that that sends out its roots by the stream does not fear when the heat comes. Mm-hmm. That right there is good. Right. Because it's saying, man, it's like, hey, I'm planted, but I'm planted by the water, mm-hmm. and I'm so steadfast and so strong, and I'm not. It doesn't matter what comes my way. Because right. guess what? I know who's got me. Yeah. I love this t- uh, saying. This, uh, I think I might even have a shirt that says it. Or I was going to buy a shirt that says it. I'm not real sure. But uh, it says, Satan thought he had me won because I was kneeled down with my head down. Mm-hmm. And then he realized, and, what's say? Hang on. Satan thought he had the battle won because I was kneeled down with my head down. And mm-hmm. then I said, Amen. Oh, yeah. that is good. So, <laughs> if you didn't buy it, you should. I'm, I'm speaking for everybody. Here. What? If you hadn't already bought it, you definitely should. I'm speaking for everybody yeah. here. I, I thought started. that was so powerful. I was like, okay, that's huge. And and, and it might look like you're beat down or whatever, mm-hmm. but if you're rooting and rooted in something, don't worry about what's coming, because guess what? I mean, you can look at the world today, and it's it's so crazy out there. Uh, I. I think you stress out way more than I do. Yeah. Because, I don't know, man. I, just, I feel peace. I might get a little aggravated every once in a while, but I'm not worried. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not, not real sure why. Yeah. But I'm not. Uh, I, I, mean, I know why. Oh, why? Well, I mean, it's because it's because uh, your your source is 
is the water, you know. Right. But for you, unlike the tree, you know, it's it's a beautiful metaphor, but you're rooted in the living water. And so whatever's going on around you, you know, that's that's not changing where your source comes from, where your yeah. happiness comes from, where your joy is coming from. That's that's not changing. Yeah. And that's something I do stress to my youth group so much. You know, I was talking to a guy a while back. We went to the jail and we were talking to him and I was like, you know, because of Christ, I was like, anything can happen. Anything can happen. And that's the one thing in my life that will not change or be affected. That I am his. Exactly. That he has adopted me. I was like, man, a bomb can go off in this room right now. And I was like, whether I live or whether I die, he's my savior. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter what happens. That one fact, if everything else in my life changes... That one fact will never change because he's the living water and he's planted me. Back to you, like oh, Back to so you number, two, number one. Then it goes. Number two. You're number two. I'm number one. No, okay. Back to you, sir. Number all right, two. All right, you're number one. Okay. I'm letter A. Back to you, letter A. <laughs> all right, so let's see. We're actually kind of breaking the scripture down, to be honest with you. Yeah. Kind of like our uh, road session. A little session. road session that we never do anymore. <laughs> Oh, are you giving us a little car noise? Yeah. <laughs> meek, 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 squirrel. Get out of the way. Okay. Well, there went that. <laughs> no, it's not over. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, for it, for it leaves. All right, so, so it says, not to fear when heat comes. For its leaves remains green and is not anxious in the years of drought. For it does not cease to bear fruit. So what you got? Um. I love that it's like, it's like, you know, it talks about here is, at the beginning we was talking about the heat cones. But it's like, it's not anxious in the years of drought. So even if you, so even if someone like predicted, hey, next year. Yeah. It's going to be terrible. Like, if like if it was in 2019 and there's like, hey, 2020, the coronavirus is going to smack y'all so hard. Right. Well, if you have, if you truly have this living water and you're planted like this tree, guess what? You're not, you don't care. You're not anxious of this. Because you know why? You still will bear fruit. Right. You like it? I do. I really do. Good. Got anything else? Yeah, well... One okay, well, that's good. That's good enough today, guys. So we'll talk to you uh, next week. I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, back back to you, number one. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, yeah, one thing I did have one thought. Um, I, to be honest, I did, I did absolutely no preparation for this verse. I mean, uh, for this uh, podcast, uh, not not that I didn't want to, but I just uh, I I don't know. I can make some great excuses, but I'm not even gonna try. Well, here, here's Cody's thing. He has been doing a lot of schooling. He's actually going back to college to be uh, Dr. Doofus. I mean, Dr. Uh, yeah. Pastor yeah. Cody. Right. Um, and Mr. Theologian also apologetic. To be a certified theologian. Yeah. And uh, also, he's also a youth pastor. I don't know how, but he is. Also yeah. a worship leader, which is kind of weird. Exactly. And also pretty much runs the media for his church. So, I mean, and doing this podcast. Mm. So, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's please, trash. Please, stop with the, <laughs> stop with the praise, please. 
Oh, you, uh, want, you want to keep going? All glory to the Lord. But you can stop. It's fine. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, one one idea that I had, I, I did search a couple of scriptures because I knew we were going to be talking about this concept of being planted, being planted by the water, bearing fruit. And I know that it is a pretty common theme in the scripture, particularly in Isaiah, which is why I asked that earlier if it yeah. was Isaiah. There's a concept that is introduced a lot in Isaiah. It's throughout a lot of the Old Testament, though. It talks about the mighty oak tree. Mm-hmm. All right. And so in Isaiah 61, there comes a passage. You know, all of the minor and major prophets, they have a central theme, even though there's so much different uh, about each one of them and their circumstance and their timelines. They basically come in in the first part of the books, and this is not an excuse to not read them. Okay, this is just telling you kind of the direction it's going to go because there's a lot of prophecy in between. But what happens is they come in in the first chapters and they're like, Israel, you're trash. You done sinned. God's wrath is about to come. It's about to go down. It's too late. Don't want to hear about it. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just in your face. It's tough. You know, whatever. And then the the book continues on. A lot of prophecy. A lot of cool stuff happens. Um and then we get to the end, and almost all of them, I think, I think in fact all of them, I don't want to speak for certain though, all of the, the books of the minor major prophets like Isaiah, uh, Daniel, Jeremiah, and all the, you know, and so on, they, at the end, they come back and they say, even though you've brought this wickedness on you, the Lord your God loves you, he desires to save you. And, and Isaiah has some really colorful language towards the end of his book in which he says, the Lord will make you like the mighty oak who stands tall. And, and it's, uh, it's pretty cool. He's actually talking about he will cover you in garments. He will cover you in oil. Uh, he will cover you in a, in a fine robe. And he will make you like the mighty oak. And the, the covering points to righteousness pretty much everywhere you see it. It's, it's your sin being covered by something else, by God's grace. And uh, he talks about the mighty oak and how tall it stands and how beautiful it stands. And one thing that a lot of pastors love to point out about the oak is if you actually study it, the oak is the type of tree that the, the more brutal the winters are and the more harsh the weather is the deeper its roots dig in Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that it has an even stronger bond with the water and the nutrients and and so it can better withstand the storm next time Mm -hmm. and i think that's a beautiful truth especially when you look at james you know uh, there's a lot of imagery in the old testament so isaiah's got this beautiful picture of this oak and everybody understands uh you know they didn't have mindless tv to fill their time with i mean they understood you know a lot about gardening and planting and various things and so um they understand man this concept of this oak and james puts it into a beautiful context for us he says count it all joy brothers when you go through trials because trials produce patience endurance whatever you know steadfastness whatever your translation reads but basically saying look more stuff that goes on around you that produces something in you Mm -hmm. that makes you better able to withstand the next time and so to the one 
who is facing an incredible challenge or a challenging year here in 2020, I just want to say to you, remember that God has planted you. That's another bit of language in Isaiah 61. God, be like the mighty oak that the Lord God has planted. God has planted you in the living water, Jesus Christ. No matter what your surroundings, no matter what happens, anything, any one single thing doesn't matter. You are still you are still planted by that stream. Mm -hmm. You are still planted beside that living water that is Jesus Christ, and that does not change. When the storms come, all they do is, is provide you an opportunity to see that you can plant your roots even deeper in Jesus, understanding that there is a hope beyond this crappy, excuse my language, life. We'll, we'll bleep that out. Okay, we'll edit it. Yeah. yeah. And understand that with each passing thing that happens, you're more equipped to face the next trial. Yeah, I think I just got saved. Good. Yeah. I've been praying about that. Bless, bless me, Lord. He said, he said <laughs> bless me, Lord. <laughs> but no, I think about my grandparents. You know, you think about people that you know that are older than you. And, and I, specifically, I think about my, my grandmother and she went through a lot. Yeah. You know, she had her fair share of trials, but man, like the mighty oak, she stood tall and she shared her testimony so many times. In fact, sometimes almost seems like every Sunday <laughs> she would share that testimony, uh, you know, in our in our church services. But man, it, it produced something in her, man. As she got older, she got better able and capable to weather that storm. Yeah. And all in all, she knew where her help came yeah. from. I like to, we was talking about, you know, where James is talking about uh, it's good for us to have trials because mm -hmm. uh, you're better for it. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, like kind of uh, to give an example, it's like you got two people, mm -hmm. okay? You're going to choose one of these two people to uh, be, I don't know, the boss of your company. Say so you own a company, you got these two people, they're going to be the boss of your company. Mm -hmm. you got to choose between two of them. Can we name them? Yeah, Billy and Billy Bob. That seems like they could get confusing, but keep, yeah. keep going. Okay. So, anyways, we got Billy Bob, mm -hmm. who sounds like an extremely country guy. Okay, now we're adding, yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. adding live stories. Yeah, extremely country guy. Can you tell me the age of his parents and the city he was born in? Hard please. work in Mississippi, downtown. Uh, his mom's Mary, his daddy's uh, Jeff. Okay, this is where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> we're in 26 minutes. Let's go ahead and wind this, okay. this one on oh, down so anyways, uh, anyways, let's say you got one guy who's uh, who's worked his whole life to get this opportunity, been through the trenches, who, who, and, and, and he could possibly get paid for this. Then you got this other guy basically, uh, basically, quote-unquote, inherit, can just basically inherited because he knows people all right who would you rather want to run the company i would listen to you dude i don't, I don't what billy, is billy, going on with you? billy bob i don't know all right we got two guys okay yeah one has worked their tail off to get where they're at the other one is just, that guy what the work the tail off guy so you don't want the other guy to just just got to the top of the mountain with a helicopter instead of the other guy climbing the mountain. Yeah, exactly. 
So I want the guy that knows the journey. Yeah, you want that because why? He he knows where you've been. Right. And he's no and he knows where. He, not only he knows where you've been, but he can help you to get where you're going. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't want the guy who took the helicopter up. Yeah. The easy way out. Yeah. Okay. You want the one that's been in the trenches. And I, and if I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember this, there's this guy named Jesus Christ who did that. Right. Who left his throne to come down in here to walk in the trenches, to show mm-hmm. us the way, and he did that, but yet we don't want to choose him. We want to choose all these other people who just make up stuff as they go. Wow. So, but I will leave you this, and then we can, if you got any final thoughts. You, you actually can, take it away and, and bring us to a close. Okay, so this is, this is what I want to think about. We might be the tree, okay? We, yeah, we're planted. You might be strong. And yes, we may bend. We may sway. We may get pushed around. But guess what? We will not break. Okay? And I want you to think about this. Maybe there's a reason why we bend. Maybe there's a reason why we sway. Maybe there's a reason why we have to be, you know, I guess you can say tossed to, as uh, my aunt always says, to and fro. Uh, but I want you to think about this. In Ephesians 6, 17, oh, Ephesians 6, 16, 6, 16, at the end of this it says, this is what it's talking about, of course, the uh, shield of faith, I mean the, the armor. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it it says, it, it talks about the flaming darts of the evil one. Okay, that's, that's getting shot to you. Okay, maybe you're going through something, maybe you're bending Maybe you're swaying, but maybe it's God has you in his hand. He's like, hey, I'm going to move you this way so this one, so that dart will fall by. Move you this way. Oh, wait, we're going to duck you down so we go over your head. Maybe he, if you actually think about it, he's in total control anyways. And if you let him be in total control in your life, if that makes sense, then the evil one's darts will not, will not hit you. We have to be planted in something. Either you're planted in Him or you're planted in the world. There's no lukewarm. There's no middle ground. What do you think? Loving it. Curious out. Okay. So with that, I just hope I hope someone realizes how important it is to be steadfast, to be planted in the living water. Okay. We, we might bend. We might sway. We might get tossed back and forth. But guess what? We will not break. Right. Because you have the living water. All right, you want to pray or you want me to pray? You. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this time, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity, and I thank you for my uh, my friend Cody, Lord. For us to be able to do this, for us to be able to bring something uh, of yours to people to people to, who actually listen. But Lord, one thing I ask is that you move me and him out of the way. Because it's not about us at all, it's about you. And Lord, I ask for for when people see or hear us that they see and see and hear you lord that we speak the truth lord that when we talk it's something that you want us to say and lord i ask for that this what we talked about today that they know that we can be planted in your planted by the waters that you that flows through you lord that we can have that living eternal overwhelming everlasting water and lord i just ask for i don't care if it's just one to get a hold of this lord 
And Lord, I ask all this in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Yeah. Peace. Oh, wait. I mean, I mean, amen. Sorry. Oh, yeah. 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 Peace. <laughs>